from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. In the wake of last week's fatal school bus crash near Springfield, in which an 11-year-old boy was ejected from the bus and killed during a collision with a minivan, and 23 other kids were hurt, Governor Mike DeWine made an announcement today. What I'm announcing today uh, is the formation of a, a working task force to look at, from a holistic point of view, is there anything else we can do to make the rides of our school kids uh, safer every every single day? Uh, we're going to look at absolutely every aspect of this, from construction of the buses to the, the maintenance to the inspections. Uh, we'll get into issues like seat belts. DeWine says he'll name members of the task force soon. We're going to ask them to do at least five hearings. We're going to ask them to come back uh, with a report to me, and the legislature, and the people of the state of Ohio in December. Only nine states require seat belts on school buses. There was a bus crash yesterday afternoon in Gates Mills, east of Cleveland. A bus carrying high school students from Geneva in Ashtabula County hit an SUV. Gates Mills Police Sergeant Randy Savage. The bus, she stated that uh, she lost her brakes. We're still investigating that. She was sighted for a sure, clear distance ahead. All the kids on on the school bus, they were coming from Geneva, high school kids. Um, Everyone was fine. The students were headed to an athletic event. State Representative Bob Young, a Republican from Green near Akron, appeared in court this morning after being arrested for violating a protection order. He pleaded not guilty and was released on a personal recognizance bond, but was ordered to wear a GPS monitoring device. Young previously pleaded not guilty to a domestic violence charge involving his wife and brother. That case is still pending. Hurricane Idalia came ashore in Florida this morning, and at 2 o'clock this afternoon, there were nearly 300,000 power outages being reported across Florida. Ohio Task Force 1 deployed 47 members and two canines to the area. Chris O'Connor is a public information officer who says the team arrived there yesterday. Being down there and being pre-positioned ahead of the storm, that gives us time to plan, go over equipment, make sure that we're ready to jump when things really get going. There's a wide range of equipment. Uh, to deal with water emergencies, boats, to deal with structural collapse or confined space rescues or search and rescues. Adelia briefly reached Category 4 status but dropped to 3 just before landfall this morning with 125 mile per hour winds. In Columbus, two teens are charged in the shooting of an all-American wrestler from Ohio State University earlier this month. Yolanda Harris reports. The judge agreed to keep both teenagers in jail. They've been identified as a 15-year-old Kasia Mayfield and 16-year-old Elijah Lee. Now, we are naming them because they have an extensive criminal record and because of how violent this crime is. Mayfield had 11 warrants for her arrest, and Lee had just been released from jail five days before the shooting. Prosecutors say Lee is the one who shot Sammy Sasso. He survived but has a long road to recovery. I'm Yolanda Harris. Winter is more than three months away, but the Ohio Department of Transportation is already preparing for snow. Andrew Kinsey has more with Hannah Salem from the agency. If you're looking to make some extra cash for the holidays, ODOT now hiring. They need some seasonal snowplow drivers. 
while it is still 80 degrees and sunny out, we are kind of thinking ahead to that winter season and hopefully bringing as many people on early so that we can hit those numbers and be able to maintain the roads. You do need to have a valid CDL to apply. I'm Andrew Kinsey. The Columbus City Attorney is now filing a lawsuit against the owners of a Greyhound bus station, which was recently moved from its longtime location downtown to a spot on the far west side near I-270. City Attorney Zach Klein says the lawsuit is because of crime and nuisance issues the bus station has brought to that neighborhood. So I think in the short term, medium term, if we can't get the place shut down immediately, that we have to look at things like a reduced bus schedule and having just intermittent bus drop-offs where it's a more manageable group of people that can help with public safety. Klein says the operators were given a deadline that has now passed to fix issues related to safety, security, and sanitation after neighbors continue to complain about the criminal activity related to the terminal. He says police were called to the property five dozen times with 14 criminal offense reports. One person was killed, another person hospitalized following a three-story apartment fire in Akron this morning. In all, 30 people have been displaced as a result of the fire, according to the American Red Cross. A Cincinnati man has been sentenced to 17 years in prison for trafficking fentanyl and cocaine. Prosecutors say 30-year-old Lalonde Campbell had 130 grams of fentanyl, that's more than four ounces, and enough to kill more than 50,000 people. In the northwestern corner of the state, a Williams County resident made an unusual discovery last week. On Friday, the resident was cleaning out his barn and found something that prompted him to call the sheriff's office, which then contacted Toledo police. Then the Northwest Ohio Bomb Squad responded to the location. They report that an aircraft tracer round had been found in a box of items in the barn. The bomb squad says they secured the item for later disposal. The Columbus Zoo announced that a baby bonobo will be born there in the fall, the first to be born in the U.S. in three years. But ONN's Angela Ann says that's not the only new arrival expected. A medical checkup that hasn't happened in over 60 years at the Columbus Zoo. Yesterday, the zoo announced two new babies expected to be born this fall. One of them will be the first orangutan born at the zoo in more than six decades. So today, the mama, Kali, will undergo an ultrasound in partnership with the Ohio State College of Veterinary Medicine, and they will monitor the baby's growth. I'm Angela Ann. The start of college football season has ticket brokers warning people about scams, especially in a season where Ohio State has three road games in Indiana this year. Kevin Landers has more with Brian Kaufman from Dream Seats, an independent ticket agency. Fans now have tickets with barcodes that brokers warn can be easily copied to look like the real thing. Buy tickets from trusted sources. You really want to make sure you do your homework on how the venue handles their ticketing. Ohio State is through Ticketmaster, but a lot of these away schools like Notre Dame coming up and Indiana, Purdue, they use a different ticketing source. And you want to be able to tell the difference between a fake and a real ticket is is, is a little tricky. I'm Kevin Landers. The annual Cleveland National Air Show is this Saturday through Monday at Burke Lakefront Airport. That's near Cleveland Brown Stadium and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The show draws 60 to 100,000 people each year. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.